Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, the question for the day is, does God give us the Holy Spirit so we can be successful in our businesses? You know, I can understand in our successful in our ministry or in our small group or in our neighborhood, but does God give us supernatural intervention and advice for our work? You know, today we're going to talk with Matthew Bell. He wrote a book that we can all learn from because it's about the kingdom of God, the Holy Spirit in our work and our businesses. Does God want to be involved in every part of your life? You betcha. That's from Minnesota, by the way. (laughs) He does. He desperately wants to be involved in your work. And Matthew Bell writes about it in The Kingdom Powered Entrepreneur. Matthew Bell, welcome to I Work For Him. When I was about 15 through to about 22, there's about a seven-year period where I just was refusing to to follow God. And I was kind of angry. And that led me down some... Uh, into some destructive behavior and, uh, you know, partying and things like that. And ultimately, what happened was when I graduated college, I was struggling to figure out my direction where I really wanted to go with my life. Had a family friend of ours who reached out to me. She was very, uh, she became a spiritual mother to my entire family, and she's really, really gifted for healing in the areas of uh, inner healing and things like that. And she basically took, uh, you know, took me under her wing and, you know, sewed into my life and ultimately ended up having a really profound encounter with God during her, uh, her time of ministering to me, uh, changed my life entirely in one, one moment of prayer. And, uh, that was September 9th, 2006. So some 13 years ago now and gave my life to Christ again or recommitted, however you want to call it and haven't really looked back. And, you know, that, I, I I was uh, in, um, really really thinking about leaving my career at the time. I was in banking, and I was I was thinking about going into full time ministry because all I wanted to do was was serve God. And I, I remember when I went to my pastor at the time, and I said, you know, I, I'm so excited. I you know I'm I'm so just passionate about sharing the love of God with people. I want to go do that full time, and I want to leave my career. And I want to go into ministry. And she essentially looked at me and she said. You know, why? Why do you want to do that? And it threw me way off because I expected my pastor to welcome me into the full-time ministry realm and say, well done, you finally are serving God. And I had, um, what, what I realized God showed me was I had some backwards thinking. And uh-huh. she really helped me. She really helped me in, in kind of digesting that in order for me to be most effective because of where the way that God has gifted me, I need to be in business, I need to be an entrepreneur, and I need to be doing things in the marketplace uh, outside of the four walls of the church. That's my actual full-time ministry. Uh, so it was a really profound moment. I haven't really looked back and um, you know, been following God and building the kingdom right here in the marketplace ever since. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what kind of that? I mean, I love that. I love that you went through that transformational thought process because almost every one of us listening today went through exactly that same thing, including me, where I thought, okay, well, if I'm all in, that means I need to go be in some sort of full-time vocational four walls, church kind of mission, uh, ministry or on the mission field. Uh, but I was designed as an entrepreneur, 
and and I had to come to that realization. No, God needs me right where he's placed me. He put me here on purpose. So what kind of work, Matthew Bell, does God have you doing today? What what's your what's your mission field look like today? Yeah, that, that's that's a great point to make, and I think you know it's really interesting. Um, uh, the, my big heart right now, what I'm doing today, is really what we're talking about on this call. The book I wrote, "The Kingdom Empowered Entrepreneur," um, is the the result of an encounter I had with God during worship uh, at church. I had just sold my mobile app company, which is a company I started in 2013. I sold it in 2016, and I was in this phase where I was really considering my next step. And I was asking God the question, what do you want me to do with my life? And now I've asked that question in the past, and it has been out of moments of frustration or desperation where I just didn't really like what I was doing at the time, Mm -hmm. uh, and I was crying out for an answer. This time was different. I was actually in a place of peace. I was in a place of surrendered worship. I was, my hands were raised, and I was soaking in the music, and I was soaking in the presence of God. I said, God, what do you want me to do with my life? And this is the first time I heard, uh, it wasn't the audible voice of God, but I saw a picture in my mind's eye, in my spirit. God showed me. He said, Matthew, these are the three pillars of your life. I want you to be an entrepreneur. That's pillar one. And number two is I want you to disciple entrepreneurs. And number three is I want you to share the Father's love with a hurting world. And that really, as I was watching this vision unfold before me in my eyes, I saw that third platform form the foundation of the other two platforms. It just kind of shifted uh, my perspective. Um, So I I believe, Jim, to your point, you know, that there is a lie that the enemy wants us to believe. And it's really kind of counterintuitive because I believe that the, the enemy wins and the kingdom of God doesn't advance when people go in, when more people than are called to it go into full-time ministry. And it's kind of counterintuitive because how could going into full-time ministry ever be something that the enemy would want? Well, because the more people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, the more people who are passionate about advancing the kingdom of God that leave culture and that leave industry, leave those industries open to people who are atheistic and secular and we don't have the opportunity to bring right. the kingdom mm-hmm. of God into those areas. I think the moment you accept Christ into your heart, you're now in the kingdom, you're now infused, you're, you will have God living inside of you. Uh, your ministry begins that moment wherever you are, so you don't have to change anything. Uh, I think the lie is feeling like we have to change something uh, about what we're doing in order to serve God. So my um, my kind of contrarian thinking, or at least contrarian to what would be popular in the church, is that you God wants you outside the four walls of the church. God wants you out there building businesses. Now, He wants yeah. us in all areas of culture, Hollywood, entertainment, media. I mean, how different would it be if the media was run under Christian leadership? We would have a much greater integrity and honesty about reporting and things like that. So um, that that's my heart. So where God has me specifically focused is in the area of business and entrepreneurship. Uh, so I believe, and and you know, I was going through the exercise of really understanding. Well, what's at stake if Christians aren't in in, in business and in marketplace? And and you look at it right now, you have uh, the top ten companies by valuation in the in the market today. You've got Facebook, Google, Microsoft. Uh, you name it, that list goes on, and it's 
trillions of dollars of market value, all controlled by people who, uh, at least to our knowledge, are not Christian. So what if we as Christians stepped back for a second and started to utilize the creative nature of God that dwells in each of us? We're talking with Matthew Bell. He wrote this book, The Kingdom Empowered Entrepreneur. And right before the break, Matthew, you were talking about what if, instead of the top 10 companies being run from people who are pre-believers, being run by organizations that are led by pre-believers. And the reason I always use, in case anybody's listening today and they're going, Jim, why do you always say pre-believers? Because it says that at the end, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everyone will believe, but it will be too late for some. And so we call them pre-believers because everyone will one day believe. It may be that they believe just because Jesus has come back and is standing before them. We want to reach them before that moment. And so, Matthew, you were talking about the fact that the top 10 companies of power in this country and really in this world are run by people who don't honor God in what they do. And we, you listed some names, and I don't need to go back and do that, but what if instead Christ followers ran organizations that were at the top of the mountains of influence in this country. Take your thought from there. Yeah, so my, my point is essentially this, that for a long period of time, the church has had a retreatist mentality uh, where we leave areas of culture where we don't necessarily uh, agree with the way things are being run from a philosophical or a moral perspective. Uh, and now there are some strong cases for why that's a good thing. You know, certain industries, you know, we just can't put ourselves into. Um, yeah. Question, adult entertainment would be one. Right. Um, but what about banking and entertainment in general and Hollywood? Instead of pointing the finger and saying Hollywood is, you know, that has this progressive, you know, uh, agenda that is, and, uh, you know, stands for everything that we as Christians don't believe. What if you went in and assumed or started a production company that uh, created content that was family friendly? It doesn't need to be overtly Christian, but if it just honors God by the subject matter and the content, you can bring kingdom principles into that industry into people's homes without in a, in a much more effective way than you can from a pulpit. Uh, as far as reaching people who need to hear the message. So that's my point of view when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the state of the technology and the business industry uh, For in general is you look at all these companies that have been created and innovated upon, such as Facebook, Google, Microsoft. These are people who use their creative abilities to create massive, massive wealth and to really change the shape of and control this, this world that we live in. Right. And... My my big question mark when I started to analyze this is, well, if we are, as Christians, have the creative nature of God dwelling in us, why aren't we using it? Why, why, are, why aren't we speaking in prayer and in fasting and looking for the next great invention idea? And now some people I know who are doing this. I, I know a guy here in Austin who spends time in prayer and comes out with inventions, and he ends up writing these ideas and these sketches for inventions, ends up patenting really incredible technology for the industry that he's in. Right. Um, but we should, be doing, we should be doing that at a really large scale. We should be, as Christians, taking the lead and not the back seat in innovation exactly. we have the most creative nature uh, that the world has ever seen the universe has ever seen dwelling inside of us and that's, so, that's really my, my my main message when you say don't rebel, 
Yeah, I know. So the revelation of God within us, when you say say that, what do you mean by that? Because sometimes people use terms, they're like, well, I don't know what you mean by that. Tell me, tell, tell the listeners what you mean by that. Yeah, uh, so I think, we, I think we really, I don't think the church has fully even come close. Now, there are people who are operating at a level of this revelation, but as a whole, the body of Christ has not even, even seen the tip of the iceberg yet. We're not even seeing the snowflake on the tip of the iceberg. As far as our ability as Christians, when we really have revelation of God living in us. So the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the the Spirit of God hovered over the mist and, and created life. That Spirit, as it says in Romans 8, 11, and many other verses throughout throughout Scripture, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. That's the same mm-hmm. spirit that created what we know as life, life as we know it, the creative nature of God, the spirit of God dwelling in us. So when you think about that and you go and we shift our point of view from a salvation only mentality to a creative, uh, you know, a capabilities mentality to a partnership with God on earth mentality. I believe we are, you know, the Bible, Jesus gave us very specific prayer that said, pray this on earth as it is in heaven. Pray this way as part of the Lord's prayer on earth as it is in heaven. Right. In heaven is everything we would ever need. In heaven is miracles. In heaven is anything, is the full creative capacity, the full magnitude of God, and Jesus said, pray on earth as it is in heaven. So we can bring heaven to earth by engaging and partnering with God in a, in a, in a business sense, in an artistic sense, in a you-name-it sense. Uh, we, have ha- we have a strong disconnect, broadly speaking. Now, not everyone is, is this way, but there is a disconnect between what it truly means to be a Christian and to operate on, on heaven on earth capacity as Jesus instructed us to. And I don't even think we've seen the even close to the reality of what we're capable of. But my position is that we have the same spirit, the same force mm-hmm. that created the world dwelling in us. Let's right. and, tap and you, into that. Let's access that. You've been listening to I Work Room with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately I, I work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iworkforhim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at iworkforhim.com or follow us on social media at iworkforhim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online, iWorkForHim.com.